Hi. <laughs> and welcome to the moments. We're back. <laughs> hey, it's me, Jermaine Galindo. Um, back with the moments. The moments is about having millions of moments in between. Well, they're the moments. You probably can have a million moments between it, but there's sometimes the moments. It's not always about the big moments where you have like your wedding day. Or, you know, finding that perfect shoes. It's also the lead-up to the perfect shoes to the wedding day. So, this is The Moments with me, Jermaine Calando. Welcome back. Um, Hi to all the out there. Hi to our identifiers. You could be a he, you could be a she, you could be a they, you could be a them, you could be all in between. I take you all asses. <laughs> Let's go. So, I took a sabbatical accidentally. Um, I was recording, and then I didn't have enough time to finish recording. So, my episodes are mostly released always on Tuesdays, and I'm going to try my best to stack today. This was my, I just got back in town, so where I was at, I can say now. I don't tell people where I'm at until I get back, personally speaking, because I believe in safety. Um, unless I get paid on, like, if it's a paid vacation or, like, I'm really on a trip for, like, work, it's different. Okay. So, I was in Baltimore, because, you know, the person I'm with is in Baltimore. And I was in Baltimore because, like I said, the week before was my birthday, and I was ecstatic because I had to show up for their birthday. And that was my goal, because 2021 happened, and I had came up for my birthday, and I had just got a vehicle. Also, so I had wanted a vehicle, and I got the vehicle, and I was like, all right, celebrate me, the man I'm with. (laughs) And then I was, that's why I did this time. I was like, I'm up here. I'm going to here here to celebrate you, the man I'm with. And that's what happened. Um, Most of my week was relaxation. And filled with, like, recouping and trying my best to de-stress off everything. So, the week prior, I had a lot of, um, fireworks. And we're going to discuss my week prior, the week there, and the week after. And this is going to be called self-healing and self-discovery. I... Do not know if you are having the moment right now in the spring where um you are just as restless as me. So a lot of people don't understand this feeling. Some people over like over a few years of summers or some springs, you'll feel the spring feeling. There's a spring awakening that happens. There's a thing called spring cleaning where you start being like, I gotta clean my house, I get my house in order. And a lot of that is you want to do more stuff or you want to feel like you need to do more stuff. And technically, if you are in an agricultural state, your ancestors or, yeah, your ancestors or the forefathers, for sisters, for mothers, for they thems, used to plant. And around spring is when people woke up around like three o'clock in the morning and they'll plant. And so, your green thumb is what kind of shows up right now. And also, a lot of people feel like you have to do something. Because around this time, schooling is ending. And if you were trained at, like, I was part of the EOGs. And of, um, integrate testing. 
So a lot of that was like prove your worth. So you had to like study up a lot and then you had to figure that out. And a lot of people have that kind of like natural brain rhythm of as kids are doing things. The week prior, I turned 33. <laughs> and I was so excited to turn 33. But it was horrific. Because um, my mom wasn't available. So I didn't know what to do. And then my mom got out of the hospital that Wednesday. And I was working Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And I was only off Sunday, and I had to work Monday, and then I went up there Tuesday. So, I went to Baltimore. I drove to Baltimore on a Tuesday, and I didn't get back till Sunday. And my goal was to reconnect. But also, this time, I don't have to reconnect anymore. Like, I was already up there earlier this month, earlier this year. So, now it's just like, hey, babe, I'm here. Let's do some cute shit. Instead of taking so much time off and then reconnecting. Because I we didn't see each other in 2022. And it was like death had happened for him. And then I don't know. I feel like I got too busy. And then the job I was working. You have to put so much time in prior. And then they wouldn't allow me to have time off. And that was something I just did not understand. Because I'm not like most people. I, And I'm still like that now with the job. I, the job I'm currently at, I still feel the same way about the job prior. Of when I put in time, it is time that I need to put in for myself. I'm not getting, I'm not requesting money from this. So give me my time. I'm doing this time because I want to see somebody. That's my family. Get into it, okay? So, I couldn't do it this year because the year prior I got to do it. So, I was like, we're good, we're good, we're good. And so far, we've, you know, I came in January. I came I came up there in April, and I'm going to go back in July. And then I have him kind of coming down here in August. And I'm excited for him to come down in August. Um, he already said that he was um, planning some stuff for me as well. His birthday was April 19th. That's as far as we'll do. Just know that we're 10 days apart. <laughs> we're 9 days apart and two years, he's 2 years older than me. So, he just turned 35. Which is a big year to me. But also, my goal was for him to understand that he fucking matters and that his birthday matters and that I celebrate him because it's the day that you just send it down to, to, you know, to be there for me. So, birthdays are monumental days for me. So, I had a lot of things planned for his birthday. We didn't do none of those things planned for his birthday, which happens. Um, <laughs> and I didn't really know what I was going to do or not. Because I know me as a person. I don't really think to do stuff. I just try my best to do as much as I can. And it's hard because my plan was to, like, wake up the morning together. You know, give them some breakfast in bed. 
I was at a hotel. So I was going to be like, let's go get you some breakfast. And let's go to the park. And let's go, you know, <laughs> let's go to one of these restaurants I've been looking at on for a while. All right. Here's some cake. Here you go, babe. You know, that type of stuff. And things are always go to according to plan. Which is a normal thing that, you know, you just deal with at times. We did not spend as much time together as if we I planned or he planned. Life is was lifing, you know. As all as it as it as such it does. And I know me, I already kinda told him, look, it's cool, life happens, what are we gonna do about it? For one, we're grown. I'm not in my you know, I'm not in my twenties. And I can't be a brat about things. And also, I already know him as a person. You ever know this? So, like, I'm at the stage where we are, we're at our stage now where I know what hurts him to. And I don't want to cause pain on something that he can't control. He's a workaholic. That's okay. He's going to workaholic until he doesn't have to workaholic anymore. He's back on it, but that's what the thing is. When you're back on the, he's back on making sure the stuff is paid. <laughs> Until the stuff is paid, he's going to do what he got to do. He's going to do what he got to do. He can't get out the sauce until he is fully making sure everything is not in debt. That's my baby. Someone asks me, like, sometimes, like, do you think of those things as a bad thing? I'm like, no, I, I never do. Because. I do what I do as well, and technically, if you look at it a certain way, I'm a workaholic as well. I am very passionate with my career, and I do a lot of my career. That's a good goal. So, while I was gone, I was writing mainly, and I do better writing not at my house. I cannot write in my room. I don't know why, I just can't, because I know me. I'm one of those people that get occupied with technology, so I'd be like, I got this, I got this, I got this, I got this, I got this. And all I need to do, personally speaking, is just subside myself and think. But me, I'm better off thinking at a restaurant. Better off thinking where it's Wi-Fi. I'm better off thinking other places than my home. So I can focus in on things and just be. For some reason, I can be at peace at home, but not be in work mode at home. I can try, but it doesn't always work out that way for myself, you know? That's what I did most of the time I was there. And I didn't really do that much comedy the week prior. We The show I was supposed to have, you know... It, something's been happening lately, and I think it's something about spring. Spring awakening has caused a lot of stuff for people not to just, like show up for stuff. And I kind of knew it was happening, but secretly it's something that we always don't want to face. The weather's too nice, and I was like, mm, depends on the weather. It's like, no, it doesn't. I was like, it depends on the weather. People don't want to see shit in nice weather. They want to go do stuff in nice weather. People are anxious right now. They have been um, inside too long, and you want to do stuff. 
And that's kind of what people naturally just want to do. Um, I saw my cousin <laughs> in Baltimore, of all places. Um, coming up, I found out that we were both going to be there. I was there for my guy. She was there for work. And I hung out with my cousin. And it was amazing reconnecting with my cousin. I told him this. Mine didn't tell my mom this, but I told him this. I don't know her anymore. And not her fault, not my fault. It's just life. She has a child that became her best friend. And she works our career. And I work my career at night. And I have a man. But essentially, the core thing is, as adults, we've changed. And it's crazy because my cousin's going to be turning 35 this year, later on this year. And I was not shocked that we had to learn each other again. But we didn't say that there. I just knew. <laughs> and um, she didn't know that I was with who I was with for as long as I've been with him. Because I keep my life very, like... <sighs> I don't know how to say it. It's funny because people watch, listen to this and be like, oh my gosh, you're so open and honest. Sort of. Talking to y'all is different than talking to my family sometimes because my family can pry too much. And like, I don't really show pictures of my dude because, like, first off, we're long distance. Two, what we have is ours. And it's special to me. I don't need the world to know or judge what we have. And y'all know his name and everything like that. But you don't know what you look like and stuff sometimes, too. And you never know who you're with or whom you're with and how you feel about the person you're with. And you don't really want people to also embark upon your joy. Sometimes sometimes your joy is your private joy. You leave it that way for a reason, you know? I was um thinking like that the whole time I was there. I knew that I didn't tell her those things because that reason as well and i had told him the same thing i was like i don't post about us he was like wow i he said, i wouldn't i don't do that myself i was like it's not that i don't want to it's like once we get engaged i'll be off but until then no there are a lot of people that i've been friends with and this is a hold on something's happening hold on y'all <laughs> it's a commercial kinda do you want to see me do comedy this week really so what's happening this whole week is that you can see me at the big homie mic on Tuesdays on Polaroid on Polaroid it's called Campus Gas on Polaroid every Tuesday at 8 o'clock I'll be there every Wednesday I'll be on at the the Brewers Kettle, Kernersville. Brewers Kettle in Kernersville, North Carolina. That's the Brewers Kettle, Kernersville. That's where I'll be at every Wednesday. And every Thursday, it's a place called the Idiot Box Comedy Club. It's called the Idiot Box Comedy Club in Greensville, North Carolina. That's 503 Green Street, <laughs> the Idiot Box Comedy Club. And you'll see me there every Thursdays. In between that, I have front shows, I have other shows, and I have a lot of different dates. So, pretty much, if you follow me on my show dates, it's all online. 
Now, the biggest thing for right now, if you want to see me really crush, crush, is going to be May 28th at the Ebox Comedy Club. It's called the UCC. It's called the Ultimate Comedy Contest. If you want to see me there crushing and everything, come watch me. <laughs> All right, back with the show. Sorry, technical difficulties, but I'm considering calling this. Someone called me. This is like one ten in the morning. Huh. All right. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to a real pace. Hmm. I am not been myself for, I think, three weeks. I got a position and I got a change in my job description. And it made me feel, oh, damn. And I knew it, but prior, I've been put in for, when I got there, I already put in for April. I put in for April, I think it's February, because I was like, I'm going to see my guy on his birthday. <laughs> Before that, I also put in for my birthday as well, but I gave me a promotion, and my promotion's been a very trickly thing that I've been learning to adjust to. It's hard to adjust to something you don't know how to do. I was a supervisor before, but I already kind of knew the ins and outs of being a supervisor somewhat prior because I was a merchandiser. And when you're a merchandiser, it's pretty much about the department, the ins and outs of like what you need to order and kind of like the upkeep and figuring out what's the ins and outs and like the stuff you have to capture and you're part of the store. I am essentially the same position, but I am dealing with something that's more crucial, essentially. But I'm also, again, a supervisor. And I'm not used to doing stuff like that. Before this, my job has been easy. What I do now is still very humbling. What I do now is still very, like, gentle. And what I do now is really fun for me. That being said, it's a lot on me. And I haven't got to de-stress. Because when I do, I look at comedy as, like, my future career still. I do it every now. I do it mostly, almost every night. And I love what I do. And I just want to get stronger. I want to get better. I want to get better. I want to get better. Get better. Get better. But I haven't had. Sometimes I don't have fun, and that's not because I don't want to have fun. I'm having fun. When I'm there. I'm not having like my ultimate fun. So it's like, y'all, I don't feel fun, and I don't want. I don't feel fun right now. Like I need this to be fun, and then the nights I do have fun, and I feel electric, and I'm trying my best to get back to this space. That's what I've been trying to do. It's hard. That's what's so weird. That's why I call this like the acknowledging or figuring out what was wrong. While I was up there, I slept more. I probably rested. I watched TV. Okay, six hours was on my phone more. But I was on my phone. I wrote so much. And also, I self reflect a lot. And then I 
And now that's what I want to talk about and say things that I wanted to say. And it's like, I want to be saying these things. I want to do these things. And it's amazing that I do these things. So I'm, I'm immaculate at what I do. It's just I don't always act like I am. So sometimes I don't always think like that, right? But I got to breathe. And I don't think everyone breathes often. When you let go of a job, you let go of a lot of the things that has been holding you back. And my last job held me back from comedy. Way more than I ever allow people to ever know. And now I go full force, but I don't get to de-stress. And my de-stress for me was the gym. And me losing weight or me keeping my body right up tight has been always my biggest, like, goal. And I'm back on it. And I've talked about it before with y'all. But fitness is such a weird thing to not discuss because, like, it's a part of my journey as well. And that's also part of my wellness. Somehow, movement has been a very essential thing to me all my life. I think I should have been a dancer or something or a singer because I've been always over-expressive. And I have all this extra energy. But unless I utilize it, I don't feel seen or heard. Like, I feel seen and heard when I'm on the stage. And I feel very utilized at my job. But it's something about that downtime at the gym, while I'm on the treadmill, while I'm on the elliptical, while I'm doing my dailies and just having that quiet, like, doing this for people. I'm keeping myself together for people. I love that feeling. You know? It's something about keeping your heart health together, keeping your cholesterol rates down. And letting your heartbeats go up on the regular. And letting your heart, like, fluctuate and then flutter. And also feel the beats while you're in motion. Feels electrifying. That's what I should have called this the electrifying moment. I've been in my wanting to feel it's electric for a minute. I already have sparks with the guy I'm with that now our sparks are just so many different like boop 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 moments. And now I sometimes I reminisce with him. I reminisce with him most of the time I was there because I was like, we're going to have more moments that are just going to be about us. But for right now, I want you to know I think of you. And that's the thing about why I call this the moments. Because it's not a moment. It's not just the one moment. It's the moments. How we met was something I didn't do before. He was the first person I wanted to meet. And we met. And after we met, I traveled up there to see him. So he'll know that I am serious about being something more than just his friend. And then I still carried him in my heart and showed him how much I gave a fuck about him. We talked on the phone. We see each other in person. We've 
create a lot of moments. We go out. He holds my hand. We kiss. We have tender moments. But those are millions of moments in between. That's the lead up to things. Sometimes people forget that lead up is also the key to a lot of other things that make things magical. Are there days that he's not perfect? Of course. Are there days I'm not perfect? I wish. But, okay, probably I'm not. But who cares? I don't think of us as the perfect couple. And I don't want to be the perfect couple. I don't look at my parents' couple. I don't look at my parents as the perfect couple. I don't look at my friends' relationship as the perfect couple. I see them, and I sometimes used to want what they had. But that's not fair to me or them. I never said they needed to be my monolith. And they never said they were going to be my monolith. It's crazy to me that I understood that. But sometimes going in it, I was like, I don't know what I have in my life. But also, we're two men dating. We're two men being together. And it's not the same as a, a man and a woman. Most of the people I know, their relationships are men and women. There are one male identifying person and one female identifying person. And that's what I normally see. That's why long I've been around. It is foreign for me still to be in a relationship. And I told him that, and he understood that. He brought up a, um, an ex situation, and I was like, well, I don't think you need to do that. I didn't tell him. I was like, mm, I forgot the mood. But I was like, that's a show I was watching called Noah's Ark. <laughs> and then he brought up all this stuff because he was watching another show. He's like, you should know, I, I'm going to, like, you know, say anything. I was like, okay, cool. Which I have to remind him now to like send me stuff. Because he watches anime and I love anime. And I love his pics because we're really funny people. I never bring up my exes. I never bring up my situationships. And I tell people why. None of them mattered before him. They had significance probably, but not as much as he does. And that's the main thing about things. I don't know how people do. Because, like, I didn't marry none of them. I didn't want to marry none of them. There were moments where it could have happened. There were moments where I really thought I was utterly in love with them. But also, it was a situationship. It was a situation that I was in love with as well. And then afterwards, I disperse. And they disperse. With him, we have not disperse, but bursts of joy. Bursts of laughter. And a lot more bursts. We be bursting sometimes, okay? <laughs> and I love that we burst into joy. He um said to me, I don't know how, you have so much energy. I don't get it. I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's just natural. And he said, it is. I was like, probably. I worked 30 for so long. And then I'm in my joy. And that's the truth. I was like, my mom may have calls me some. My mom being in the hospital did really did did mess me up, but ultimately, I'm doing great. I do a humbling job, and other than not working out, I do what I love. What I do, I have good friends. I laugh every single day. 
I make sure I get my little knuffle going on every single day. Being around him is just my added bonus. And I told him, like, when I'm here, I'm just me. I'm no one's son here. I'm no one's brother here. I'm a friend, but I'm just yours. And so I'm just checking. I was like, oh, God, you're so stupid. But that's what I love about him, you know. Those million things happened throughout this course of this week. But also, there wasn't that many of those moments. And I still don't look at that like, we should have done more. Yeah, I want to do more. But at the same time, we'll get there. I wish more people would know that they'll get there than they do. I am um, friends with at least 4,000 queer black males. and Or queer just queer blacks because a lot of some have transitioned into trans women and some of them don't want to identify as a male so respecting them by just calling them queer may be better than anything else they're all mostly black and there's a cry for help that people do that i don't fully go with because it's not appealing to me if i was single again Ever again. I don't want to date the person that posts. Why can't I find somebody? Because you're naturally messing up your future blessings when you do that. Whomever is looking at you is looking at you. What is for you will come. That's all I can say. I've looked at several attractive people and I've seen things they've done online. And I knew if they do this online, they'll do this within our relationship. If you ever post our conversations online, can't fuck with you. I cannot fuck with you. Because something about you trying to expose one person, I now know you will do that to me when you try to prove yourself right. And I won't know because now you blocked me. And we were supposed to get to know each other. And now I did something wrong by saying one thing left. And not understanding why I went wrong because you wouldn't talk to me. That's how I look at it as. We all do something wrong. And that's the most human thing to admit. That you did not do everything perfectly well. And you're not supposed to. You should allow yourself to be human within the moment of wronging. Someone else and also righting the wrong. But it's hard to. I hate admitting I have faults. I mean, I do, but like, you know, whatever. I wish more people could allow themselves to be seen and heard and feel the joy of knowing that they are around each other and feel the magnitude of feelings of like feeling loved within that moment. It is the hardest thing for people to ever feel is to feel joy within the moment of 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 the now because they don't know what the now feels like anymore. And that's scary for most people. And I think we're going to take one break and I'll be right back for the last.
All right. <laughs> Let's put a bow in this one. All right. So, intermittently, talking about what I talked about today was very different. I had an ending, and I was like, this don't sound like a good ending, friend. So, let's do better. <laughs> um, let's discuss uh, rom-com. I was watching Must Love Dogs. And it is a very weird favorite that I love. It has all the tropes in it. <laughs> she has a gayest friend that she just loves. She gets divorced. And at the beginning, you see a lot of the cracklings of it all. But those aren't the issues. Like, her family is very in tied with her um, life. And then they have, you know, the ingenue, the woman, as, you know, Diane Blaine. And... I think I said it right. Diane Lane. And then they have this romantic guy. I forgot his name. And I I feel bad that I don't know his name, but he's big of this. He's big of he's a big rom com person too. But he's from the eighties. He's from the Brat Pat. And I think it's John Cusack. Yeah. John Cusack was the was the leading man. And must Love Dogs is one of those 2000 movies where it has a good ending, but you don't know. Like, they showed you the issues within the makings of the relationship, but you don't know where they'll end. You see that she doesn't really like any other guys, but something about him is so mysterious. Because he's honest, and he's earnest, and he's a philosopher. She's a teacher. He he makes boats, and she is learning herself again. Is essentially what happens in much love and must love dogs. She is learning how to love. There's a song that always follows Diane Lane in rom coms of "I'm gonna try to love again." Baby, you know. <laughs> you know, Sheryl Crow. It's very funny. I was like, I think she's kept her and kept her getting a check every time she can. It is one of those rom coms where you feel good at the end. I've seen like two rom coms. I watched that and I watched another one. I may discuss it again. Um, but I do recommend Us Love Dogs. Are there issues within the movie? Of course. What I'm trying to say to you is... That's what this feeling mainly feels like in spring. Is this Jota energy. Now, Must Love Dogs is essentially vignettes as well. It's vignettes up to a degree. Because you're seeing a windows upon her life. And then you see his life versus her life. She, He does not want to date. He wants her. He learns that he learns he learns who she is about who she is, and then something about her is all he ever cared about. He just loves the fact he lo- he loved her because she was a mess. He loved her because she didn't know who she was, and that she's honestly so endearing, and she also is very assertive in her own way. She had learned all she had kissed a lot of frogs, and she was going through all of these frogs in the process. She sees a lot of, like, yeah. That's the thing about, like, life, though. As someone that dated for a very long time, 
Well, no, that's not true. I don't know. I don't like saying that kind of thing. It's hard to describe. Okay, there's a lot of bad language around finding the one person for the rest of your life. And not finding the the right person for the rest of your life. I never think that's not the thing that people don't search for anymore. I think people search for soulmates. I think people search for hoping this will be the end for you. And that is the person you marry, that's the person you end up with, that's the person that you're in a relationship with now. You secretly want them to be it. Are there crackles in every every relationship? Of course. Do you see the crackles the whole time? Some people do. Some people never will. And everyone always gets shocked by not allowing themselves to feel that part being heard. The crackles, the crackles, the crackles, the crackles. And it's nothing wrong with having them. It's just you don't know why you have them. Because the issues that you don't always see at first, you don't always acknowledge at first. I have seen people break up, go through a divorce, not knowing what they're going to do. I've seen it. But also, I was not there in the relationship, so I don't know what happened. You hear them... Talk about certain things, and they say certain things, and I knew something was happening, and I felt it happening. But since I'm not there with them, I cannot acknowledge it, or I can't really speak upon it. You know what I'm saying? So one thing about being Southern that I think I follow more than anyone I know is that it's none of my business. It is none of my business. It is what? None of my business. Okay? And once I feel that way, I learn to acknowledge your hurt and your past, your pain. And I let you tell me things when you're ready. That's what I was talking about before, was that I had to learn to be there. And communicate with people. And talk to people. I am very good at listening to needs and also to wants and to bounce it back at you to say well, what are you where are you at now that's what I want you to do in these moments now of self-healing and self-worth and self-peace I do recommend you going somewhere where you don't do that much you can have everything planned and not do none of those things and just chill I recommend chilling for a week off or a few days off because you deserve it. You may not know it, but you deserve it. You may work two jobs. You may work four jobs. You may be a mom or a dad or a guardian or someone that knows that you've been doing so much and you work so much. You need some time off. You need to learn to within yourself heal you. Listen to you, listen to the things, and just calm down. And allow yourself to push through. Now, everyone's pushing through lately. And it's not your fault. It's just what happens. I had to, I looked at myself, I looked at a thing earlier yesterday. And I saw (laughs) what I used to say to the person. Oh, my God. 
And I was like, anytime, every time. How are we doing? Which meant, I'm here for you anytime, every time. No one before you matters, and no one after you will matter. After me comes you. And nothing before me, because you're my second person in my life that I care more about. If it's other than me, it's you. That's how I think about them. And people are like, oh, you really do all that? For me, yes. For everybody else, no. That is not always the smartest thing. And some people have kids. And that's the thing about, like, the thing of um, unconditional love is I have unconditional love with the guy I'm with. We don't have kids. If we had kids, those people we love more. We wouldn't have to, but we had to. We do. We don't mean to, but we do. I take him as he is, and I hope that you learn to take yourself as you are as well. It is essentially the hardest thing you can allow yourself to do is to love yourself as is and to be loved as is and love others as they are. Everyone always wants them someone else to change. Everyone cannot allow them to have that person. People want people to change in a matter of, a matter of how you choose to change. I, but when you're changing, you're not knowing what you're doing to someone else too. Because you also give them a shell shock of, Oh, I'm, you're changing? Why you got to change on me? Who told you to change on me? I don't need this. Why are you changing on me, fool? That's what's happening. And essentially, you didn't mean to do this, but you're doing it. You're causing me things that I didn't know I needed or I wanted to feel, but you're doing it. And by doing it, you're now causing me maybe pain. Not on purpose, but you are. You're just doing those things to me that you didn't mean to do. But I also knew that you were doing it. And I didn't say anything. People change. But you hope that you grow with them within their changes. That is secretly, I think, the biggest downfall for a lot of people. Is that you've changed. And you didn't mean to, but you just changed on purpose. Like, you just changed. This trip was needed for me. I think my trip, this trip was needed for my cousin as well. Reconnecting with my family is a big deal to me. Um, but I know that I'm a secretly very busy person. So I don't know if I ever be around them as much as I need to be around them. I just know that I'm going to try. I'm going to go back up there in um, July. And then he'll be back here. I think he'll be here in August. So... That's my goal. That's the goal. That's the goal. That's the goal. I secretly want to become a September, but I don't know. Because <laughs> it'd be festival with me. And I'm also like, I don't know if I want him to be there to see the magic of all the people. Why well, I want you to just see the magic of just me being with me. But I'll talk to you more soon. Um, I'm going to talk to you pretty soon. This is about the trip, and this is about self-help, this is about self-loving, and this is me, I'm Jeremy Glenda, and I hope you enjoy the moments with me, and I'm I'm glad I had the moment with you. Alright, y'all, um, 
Signing off, you can find me, you can catch the year's rain experience on TikTok, and you can have more moments with me as Jermaine Calando on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Talk to you again soon.